Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Let's Talk Tri-Delta. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen White, Tri-Delta's CEO and Editor-in-Chief of the award-winning Trident Magazine. What we're experiencing today in the world is unprecedented, and we want to seek out the very best advice for Tri-Delta's members. We're going to talk to experts and hear their best practices, offering you, our listeners, three for you each week. Three areas that you can take away as we navigate the world today. One thing on everyone's minds right now is finances and, and planning financially in such an uncertain economic time. People in Tridelta's of all ages are having to determine how to approach this topic for what works best for them and their families. Well, we're very lucky to have one of our very own as an expert in finance. Joining us today on the podcast is Janet Miller. She's an alumna from our Phi Alpha chapter at the University of Toledo. Janet serves as the Secretary Treasurer of Tridelta's Foundation Board. She's a chartered financial analyst and is a senior partner in Roland and Company, a registered investment advisory firm located in Atlanta. Janet, we're so happy to have you with us today um, and to have you share your sort of three best tips um, concerning personal finances. Thank you for joining us. Karen, thank you so very much. And I just want to say that um, as we start out, you know, my intention for my comments here is all around um, us being a society created to be kind alike to all. And what I want to say to our members and alumni is, First, you you know, kind of like to all means being kind to yourself. And in times like we're in right now, it's very important to be kind to yourself, in my opinion, so that that kindness can be extended out into the world. Beautifully said, Janet. Um, we talk a lot about Tri-Delta and Tri-Delta members being perfectly suited um, for the challenges we're facing um, because of our values. Right, and because of our our founding as just that, right, a um, a kind society. Um, so let's let's get into this a little bit. Um, the experience with COVID nineteen has so many of us concerned about money, right, and financial stability. We just don't know what lies ahead. The first tip that you um, have for us today is really about um, our emotions when it comes to our finances. So talk a little about that. Sure thing. So um, finance, even in, quote, normal, great times, um, is often an emotional um, subject and experience for for everybody. And so when we're in times like we are now, it, it just ratchets up. And so my first advice to everyone I talk to, clients and my lovely sisters, is Take three deep breaths. <laughs> three. Calm yourself. <laughs> right? Um, it, it really will help. And I think one of the most important things I have counseled my clients on, and I counsel all of you who are listening to this, you know, emotions are a very important part of our life. Um, we wouldn't be human if we didn't have feelings and emotions that come up for us. Think about the fight or flight that the cavemen have handed down to us. Well, it's the same thing. It just comes up for us in different ways. So first thing, in my opinion, is get a grip on your emotions. All I mean by that is acknowledge them. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel nervous. Um, these are natural things. And one of the things I'd like to say about this whole period and, and things in general is, if you think about it, 
um, discomfort. So let's, those are like our fear emotions. A lot of people have said that discomfort arises over grief that we are feeling inside us that we don't know we're doing this over a loss. And what I see out there right now is people are having a lot of discomfort. There's grief coming up over loss of control, loss of experiences, especially for our seniors. We're, we're fearful. We're experiencing loss over our life is going to be different. It is different now. We're having, we're feeling a loss over what we did have and now we don't have it. So I, I say, you know, yes, this, but this is totally natural. It is totally natural, but here's the corollary I want to say to everyone, and I really mean this, and this has been a mantra of mine for the decades that I've been doing this. It's, I think it's one of the things that we're hired for as professional investors. Acknowledge your emotions, you know, write them down, talk it out with somebody. But importantly, just because you have them, you do not need to act on them. Nowhere is it carved in stone. You have to do anything about your emotions other than feel them. And I think this is very important when it's applied to finance. So wise, Janet, and so smart to recognize, right, um, the, the correlation there between what we're feeling, right? So we're seeing a loss of control in this area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, as we as we acknowledge where we are, um, your next tip for our listeners really has to do uh, uh, with focus, right? Um, and so yes. focusing on kind of the here and now. So tell us what you mean by that. So first thing I think is important for everybody is, you know, determine financially what is so, what is going on right now. And, and these are simple things like what is my rent? For a lot of people, rent was due yesterday or it's due within the next five days. What is my mortgage? Um, What are the um, obligations or contractual payments that I have made promises to pay to various different organizations? They promise to give you money or give you a place to live um, and you promise to make payments. So the first thing I suggest is sit down and focus on what is so and what are the must makes that you have in your life as far as monetary expenditures. So your car payment, your rent or your mortgage, as I mentioned, um, your credit cards, your student loans, those are probably in your utilities. Those are probably the big basics that most folks have to deal with no matter your age or your uh, circumstances. So that's the first thing. Figure out what those are. Importantly, um, it's really important to manage what you would call your discretionary expenditures, which um, everyone is making easy for us now because we really can't go anywhere and buy anything or eat out anywhere. So um, we're getting help there from um, someplace we might not have thought we would. Uh, So there's that aspect. So um, you want to manage your discretionary expenditures and you want to, you know, know what it is you're responsible for. And then what I suggest for a lot of people, there is aid out there. Um, Just read that uh, most mortgage companies are allowing going to allow folks to defer for possibly six months. They're not going to let you not do it. They are going to defer. 
Um, Some landlords, if you call them, may defer your rent or they may let you go on a payment process that's, you know, paying your rent in chunks. That's another possibility. Never hurts to call your credit card company and ask them if they'll reduce your interest rate because of what is going on out there. So it's things like that. That, But the important thing about all those is you can't live in a vacuum and you cannot ignore them. If you must make sure if you think you can't make a payment for anything, you need to call those folks, explain your situation and make arrangements so that your obligations will be taken care of. Um, it, it absolutely, you do not want to stick your head in the sand because they will not go away. And you definitely don't want um, to do that if you're in a position where um, things like interest or penalties could accrue. This this is more around the student loan. Um, although I think a lot of folks, um, the government's deferring. I don't know what private um, issuers are doing, but it's important to look into that. So I think sure. there's aid out there, but you got to go. You have to take the initiative and go find out about it. They're not going to come find you and say, oh, here's what we're going to do for you. Right. And and if ever there were a time to ask, right? Um, now Absolutely. Time, right. Because I, I think yes. um, many of us hesitate to ask those questions or we think our situation is unique. Right. Absolutely. Um, creditors are getting uh, these calls and granting these opportunities on the regular. Right. Um, in this. Karen, that's exactly right. It's key to communicate. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. It actually says, hey, I'm showing some vulnerability. Will you help me? What I think a lot of folks don't think about when they are afraid to ask for help is there's somebody out there who wants to contribute to you if you would give them the opportunity. And, contra- you know, yes, I would be happy to help you defer that payment, but you got to ask. So that's the first thing. Um, the other thing I would say to our members who may own small businesses, and I know there's a lot of us out there, please go and find out about the um, new rules that um, going through the SBA and your local bank for loans to cover payroll and rent and utilities in your business. Um, the, the bottom line on that is that if you qualify for these loans and if you meet the criteria for your business going forward, they will be forgiven. And this is just crucial. You have to go through the loan process, but it is essentially a grant. And I cannot say enough, please, if you're a small business owner, explore the possibility. It could very well save your, not just you, but your employees as well. So I think that's just a very, very important thing to look into. And I'll, I'll say finally on the issue of personal finances, the government, the IRS has extended filing your taxes and making payments through uh, the end of June. So great. You have more time to do it, but please don't forget to file your taxes. And yes, if you're going to owe money, you've got to pay it. And if you can't pay it, there's another instance where you need to reach out to the IRS and arrange a payment schedule. That, you know, a payment schedule is fine. What, is, what you don't want to do is ignore it, which a lot of people do, and that's when interest and penalties start to pile up. And it's the government, it's the IRS. We all know about taxes. So please don't ignore <laughs> right. those important things um, when we're in this situation. Um, that is really good advice. Um, given where we are on the calendar right now. Um, yeah. Also, um, filing uh, dates were extended, right? But um, 
yeah, still good advice for us to get ourselves together. Thank you for that. That's um, that's one that's on my list, Janet. So I appreciate that reminder. Yeah, and I'll say this also for a lot of folks: if you're going to get a refund, the sooner you file, the better chance you have your get of getting your refund sooner. So think about it that way. There's the incentive we needed, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so Janet, so we, you know, we we get our emotions in check. Um, first of all, recognize we have them, right? Sort of get our arms around that. Um, really analyze our current situation um, and get ourselves situated, right? Um, What about the long-term, right? Those of us who are looking um, maybe at our portfolios having, right, um, declined in value significantly um, over the last several weeks and, and even months, what would you what would you tell us there? What kind of advice would you give us? Sure. So one factual uh, tidbit I'll throw out there is that when when you are looking, so most um, folks look at like, oh, I I look at it every month, the statement, whether it's your four hundred one k statement or your 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 broker statement or your IRA statement. Um, let's let's think back just a, you know into twenty nineteen. If you are an individual who owns mutual funds, particularly if they're invested in like an S&P index or a Dow Jones index, for example. Let's not forget that last year you made somewhere on the order of 30% return, positive. So through the end of the first quarter, general equity markets, the S&P was off 20%. I believe the Dow was off 23%. So your net still ahead of the game based on just last year's return. Right. It right. all sounds horrible in the media, but but again, this is all about sit down, take those three deep breaths and look at the facts. And those are important facts. What happened last year? Where are we now? And how do those two things relate to each other? It's important if you have an emergency fund and you're the kind of person who contributes to it or you make... Um, uh, payments to it. Don't stop doing that. Maybe you make the payment smaller, but but keep that emergency fund there for you. Right now is maybe a time that you you are. Oh, I'm so glad I did that. When it comes, most of most of us who are working for companies have some sort. If you have retirement, it's most likely in the 401k realm. Um, it's very important to be in touch with your HR department to find out what can happen to you on your 401k matching contributions for your company. I've heard several things on the news just this morning that some large companies are postponing the matches. So if if you if you are getting a match from your company, you want to find out could they postpone it? Will they postpone it? And if they do, how am I going to get that back from them? And what's the time frame? That's sure. very important. Um, for your own 401k contributions, again, and if you're still getting your paycheck and your 401k money is deducted automatically, think about, again, maybe for this stretch here for the next six months to a year, keep contributing because if the equity markets are, are lower, you're going to buy in at lower prices and then you benefit right. from dollar cost averaging. But maybe you want to cut your your contribution in half because that frees up a little bit of cash flow for you in your personal life to deal with um, what we just talked about, which is, you know, what you're going to do in your current situation for your day-to-day bills. So very important to look at that. 
for folks who have IRAs, and particularly for all of our members who are in the 70 and a half range of age who are taking what are known as required minimum distributions, um, another part of the act that Congress just did was to suspend any need to take a required minimum distribution in 2020. IRA distributions are earned income. So there's an opportunity to, if you don't need to take that income, that you could essentially be lowering your taxes because you won't have to pay tax on it. I'd also mention that if you use those RMDs to live on and possibly to make uh, charitable contributions, Maybe you look at just taking the RMD to satisfy your charitable contributions in 2020 and you postpone the rest uh, into 2021. That's a very big deal tax-wise, I would say. A lot of folks will not be able to do that because they depend on those RMDs for their monthly or quarterly living expenses. But I think it's uh, really important to look at that. And along those lines, I'm talking again as I would speak with any of my clients. And I think if you have a financial advisor or a broker, it's really important to be in touch with them. It might be a little more difficult if you go on Schwab or Vanguard or Fidelity, if you're online, they flip up and say, unusual call volume, you know, you're going to be on hold for a while. Or if you go online, they're going to tell you you're going to, it might take a while. So, um, but I still think it's good to, to talk with your advisors or your brokers. And it's important for them to know what, well, now we're going back to the first thing, how it is for you in this time of uncertainty. Sure. Uh, a lot of my clients have called and said, wow, should I like throw money in the market? And other right. clients have called and said, oh, should I sell? You know, and right. my answer is, well, it depends. Right. <laughs> it, it depends right. on your long term goals, what your financial situation is. And one other thing I will say, two other things, actually, um, one on this whole issue around long term goals. It's really important not to make important financial decisions in a, decisions in an informational uh, vacuum. And that's where we are right now. The government does not know. Financial professionals don't know. Big corporations don't know. Nobody knows. Right. We'll right. find out. The medical people don't know yet, but we're right. finding out. So I think it's really important. There goes those three deep breaths again. You know, take nine if you need to, but don't do anything in a vacuum. And here's another thing I, I, I've also um, was thinking about uh, in anticipation of this phone call. There are scammers out there who are going to try to take advantage of everybody in times of trouble like this. And I just want to say, look, the IRS, the bank, your brokers, they don't send you emails asking you for your account number or your, your social security number or anything like that. And they don't call you and do that either. So right. please beware. And if you if someone starts off like that, hang up on them. If it's really important, they'll call you back or leave you a message. But can't say enough that, um, you know, everyone's talking about um, seniors who are vulnerable to the COVID-19. Well, they're vulnerable to a lot of other people who want to take advantage of them and everyone else because these scammers are smart and they know people are in discomfort. They know that you're in emotional uncertainty and you, you want to keep your guard up and not let them get to you on that. That is really good advice, Janet, because you're right, right? In, in um, circumstances like this, it does tend out to bring out the, the worst in, in those that are 
prone to take advantage of people. So really good yeah. reminders for us. Um, and some good- Oh, and Karen, yeah. let me, um, one other thing I just thought of because I saw a scrap of paper on my desk here. Um, for those of you who have investment portfolios that are not in IRAs or 401s or anything like that, if you're in a situation, and, and this may be for our small business owners, um, is, is an opportunity or a resource is um, look, talk to your broker um, or your advisor about a margin loan. What is a margin loan? A margin loan is where you can borrow against the value of the securities that you hold. And it's just like getting a home equity loan, except you don't have to, you have to sign up to put the margin in place if you don't have it, but you, it doesn't have a time frame. It's, it's got its own interest rate, et cetera, but it ha- the rules are very, very different around these, but it could be a source of ready cash if you're sure. in a bind. So I definitely uh, think it's a good idea if you are in a position to have assets to borrow against other, not so much your house. And that might be a good avenue as well. Um, definitely um, pursue that and find out about it as a possibility for you. So helpful, Janet. Thank you so much. And thanks for lending your expertise to Tri-Delta in the many ways that you do um, in your role with Tri-Delta's foundation. Um, and then, of course, professionally um, being on today's podcast. It has really been a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much. Well, Karen, just thank you for the opportunity to um, hopefully in some way be in service to all our wonderful sisters. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to have been asked. Well, thank you, Janet. Um, again, this is part of our Three for You series um, created to meet you where you are um, in life today and these strange world circumstances that we're facing together. Um, we hope all of our members and our families remain safe and healthy out there um, and that you're all following the important guidelines uh, regarding health and safety around the COVID-19 virus. Um, Tri-Delta is keeping up-to-date information for you at tridelta.org. Please utilize this information. They are for you. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at tridelta.eo.org and give us your suggestions for topics you'd like to hear about. We'd love for you to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. We love five-star ratings. Um, And and thank you. Thanks to all of you for talking Tridelta with us today. Join us next time and bring you 